Hi, everyone, and welcome to Cyber Sewing School's first podcast. This is Sew Chat with Kat, and my name is Kat, Kathy, however you want to call me. Um, and welcome to the first episode, which is about hits and misses in the sewing room. Don't forget, you can also find Cyber Sewing School on Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, and Instagram. All right. So the first episode is about hits or misses in the sewing room. And this actually came about because I have in my playlist on Cyber Sewing School on YouTube, I have a playlist called The Daily Grind. And The Daily Grind is what I do in my sewing room several times a week. Uh, you know, maybe projects I'm working on, special techniques, pulling out a machine that I haven't used in a while. And one of the things I did in the past week was work on a skirt with some great fabric. I love this fabric, thought it was so cool. And I made it and I wasn't really paying attention to certain things like I usually do. And this skirt that I really had high hopes for turned out to initially be a miss. I tried it on. It was awful. Um, I did not pay attention to the stretch of my knit, which I usually do. And it looked like my body was being squeezed into a sausage casing. I could get it on. Some people would even say it fit. To me, it it fit enough to go on my body, but it looked horrendous once it was on me. So I took it off and I'm trying to think, what am I going to do with this? You know, should I finish it and give it away? I'm like, no way, because I like this fabric too much. So I put it into my UFO pile temporarily, and that's the key. And I thought about it, and the next morning I knew exactly what I wanted to do with it. So I did chronicle what I did with my miss and how I turned it back into a hit on that playlist, uh, The Daily Grind. But anyway, um, I really found that when you're working on projects and you have misses, that what you do with misses, it's a mindset. You can't be defeated by a project. And I encountered this at work too when I asked people about garments because garments are just different from quilts. A lot of the people I work with are quilters, but garments are different and people get discouraged. They get discouraged because they may not fit right out of the envelope. And you have to figure who does a pattern fit out of the envelope? maybe the pattern model, but these patterns are only templates. They're a template for you to develop the techniques to get a perfect fit. And sometimes getting the perfect fit is easy. And sometimes you have to do a lot of work. You know, for me, it just depends on what pattern I'm using. But if you start sewing, and this is particularly common of new sewers or women who quit sewing because they couldn't get patterns to fit and now they're getting back into it and they still get defeated by the patterns. And I'm here to tell you, you got to develop the mindset to overcome that. You can't accept defeatism. I do think as women, we tend to internalize when something doesn't go right, that it's because our skills aren't good enough. And that is so not true. All right. So we got to get rid of these misses. We have to try to pull them back into hits because misses are a waste of time and they're also a waste of money. I don't know about you, but when I buy fabric, I wouldn't say fabric is necessarily expensive, but it's not cheap. And there's a lot of people that say, well, you can buy clothes cheaper than what you can make them. That's true. Uh, Yeah, that's a yes on that. But that's also a no. And then there's also a maybe on that. There's all these areas in which you save money, you lose money, and then sometimes you break even. All right. So, you know, you really don't want to waste your time and your money in your sewing room. And this is also being able to take a miss and turning it back into a hit and not having that defeatist attitude is what I think determines good sewers from great sewers. When I look at myself, my own experience, I've made a lot of waters over the years. And 
I think now I've been sewing for 42 years that 80% of what I make are hits and 20% are misses, but it's what I do with those 20% in trying to pull them back to hits that really ups my nice wearable garments to about 95 to 98%. So I'm, I think I'm doing pretty good. And I want you to have that same mentality. If you are sewing a lot of misses, I want you to really think about the six key areas that I'm going to discuss right now to help you reduce those misses down to at least less than 5%. That's so important. So I kind of came up with six things that will help you in how to prevent a miss. And I think the first four are kind of obvious. Sometimes we need to get a reminder of that. But the last two, I think, are ones that people don't think about. All right, so the first thing, how to prevent a miss. Honest measuring. You guys, you got to be honest with yourself. You know, don't think that, oh my gosh, I'm big. I'm scared of the tape measure. Just like women are tend to be scared of the scale. You know what? I threw away my scale 30 years ago. I haven't weighed myself in, honestly, in the home in, in 30 years. I just go to the doctor. Doctor tells me what I weigh and I try to keep within that range. But there's a lot of people who are afraid of the scale and there are people who are afraid of the measuring tape. Believe me, at Christmas time, after New Year's, I'm scared of that measuring tape too, but we really have to take our measurements every year because they do fluctuate, they do change, particularly after the holidays. If you're going to make something and you know you were thinner before, um, take your measurements before you make something because it can make all the difference in the world. Honest, 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 honest. Write it down, write it down on a piece of paper and take those measurements at least once a year. All right, so that's number one. Number two is find a suitable style for your figure type. I have fallen into this trap. I have seen garments and I think, oh my goodness, how cute they look. They're gonna look really nice. I'm gonna make it up and I'm gonna look just like that model on the pattern. And it didn't work that way. And one of my most recent waters, it, I always think about this because it happened about, and I guess it's not really recent, happened about 10 years ago. And I used this horrible fabric and the fabric did not look good on me. And I was making this oversized garment and oversized on my figure just doesn't look good. No matter how you go about it, it looks like somebody just threw a sack on me. And you know, some people can look good in a sack. I can't. It was just totally the wrong style for my body type. Know if you're an hourglass, know if you're a rectangle, know if you're a pear. And, and make sure that you try to pick a style that goes according to your figure type. There's actually a great book out there by Nancy Nix Rice called Looking Good. And she really evaluates these figure types and how to dress like for your face shape, for your figure type. I highly recommend that book. And that can go a long way for that number two. All right. Number three, perform the necessary alterations. And I know some of you aren't very good or you feel that you, you just need to be better in alterations. I'm going to tell you something. Length Lengthening and shortening go a long way to achieving a better fit. Adding width at your side seams. When I teach classes, I always say add an extra, if you're using a 5 8 of an seam allowance on your side seams, add an extra 3 8 Make your seam allowances at least one inch because that gives you some extra tweaking room in case something is too tight. You can always take out fabric, but we all know we can't usually put in fabric. But when you look in terms of lengthening and shortening, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I have garments that I try on and ready to wear and the arms are never too long. And same with the legs. The legs are never long enough. So just by doing that 
like those two alterations, I vastly improved the fit over ready to wear. All right. Now I am sure wasted as well. So a lot of times, you know, like when I try on pants, I get that, well, I'm aging myself here. I get that Urkel effect where the pants, the top edge of the pants are practically coming up to my boobs. And that's not a good look either, at least not for me. So just know these things. There's a lot to be said for lengthening, shortening, and adding width. Don't go crazy. If you don't know how to do these alterations, then by all means, research them. Like if you have a full bust, research full bust adjustment, research, you know, uh, big bum pattern alterations, big booty pattern alterations. They're out there, but you have to look for them and just know that knowing how to alter a pattern does not come overnight. But if you keep at it, you will get better. And there's also a lot of online classes you can take at Craftsy. There are some terrific classes that you can take from Palmer Pletch. Uh, Melissa Watson has one. And there's another one by Linda Maynard. And those are just, I, I encourage you to check them out because they're terrific. All right, number four, choose the appropriate fabric. And this is how I had a miss on my most recent skirt because I got a little too big for my britches and I thought, you know what? I've been sewing garments left and right lately and they've all been turning out good. I just kind of stretched the fabric, didn't even measure on my mat how much percentage stretch it has. I knew it didn't have as much as a previous garment, but I went ahead and made it and it turned out to be a sausage casing. And it could have been a miss if I just wasn't so determined and had that mindset to pull it back to a hit. All right, so those four are really the obvious. Number five, determined attitude. You have to be determined enough to know what to do with something when it doesn't work out. And this is where having confidence in yourself, no defeatism, this is where that really comes into play. If you sew something, that is a miss. It's okay to throw that into a pile and let it sit for two weeks. But after two weeks, you have to decide what you're going to do with it because those will collect in your sewing room. And when you look at them and when that pile grows, you start to feel like maybe you're not a really good sewer and you don't need a reminder like that when you really are good. Maybe you're just not as experienced as you should be in either sewing, fitting, or both. But I guarantee you, you keep at it, you will get there. So after two weeks, if you think, you should actively think, how can I revive this? Can you do it? Is it doable? Or should I just finish it? If you finish it and you don't like it, give it to Goodwill. Or you can do like I did on that light blue dress I told you about. I cut that up into rags and used it for cleaning. It was a microfiber type of, of fabric. So it actually turned out to be a good use. But believe me, that was a horrible outfit on me. And I didn't really have a problem cutting up because the fabric wasn't that expensive. All right. So, you know, I, I just want to let you know that you have to have that determined attitude and also going with that is number six, no one to quit. And that quitting time comes after two weeks. You need to decide what to do with it. Either finish it and wear it, finish it, get it out of the house or cut it up and use it as rags. All right. So I want you to think about what you're doing. Think like a designer. If something is amiss, what would a designer do? You know, think about being on, you know, what's that show that everybody says, I can't believe you've never watched is with Tim Gunn. <laughs> You'd think that I would know, but I don't, I've, ever, I've never actually watched it. But, you know, you have to think like a designer, okay? Those, you know, or maybe it's um, one of those shows they have the designers on, but you got to think like a designer. How can you take this garment and pull it back? Add your own touches to bring this back to 
a hit and you have to make the ultimate choice. But ultimately, I want you to relax about your sewing. Think about your hits and misses. Try to reduce that number so that you have a lot of positivity. You have more confidence in yourself. You're not constantly seeing projects in a corner in your sewing room piling up. You need to feel good about yourself and having more hits is going to do that. So hopefully those six, th- those six things will help guide you onto being more productive and happy in your sewing room. All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. And I hope you join me for episode two when it comes out. All right, you guys have a great evening and get sewing.